Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You should apply again under an alias and see how far you get through the process. Oh, I've, I've thought of that. Wouldn't that be wonderful? <laughs> yeah. The little fake mustache and glasses. <laughs> Hello to all our lovely listeners around the world and welcome to another series of the Bakedown podcast. Now, we're very excited to be bringing you this season as we are doing something a little bit different. As you can probably guess, we're about six months out for 2023's Bake Off season. So in the meantime, we thought we'd bring you something a little special and a little different. We are going back in time to season four of Bake Off. Now that's season four if you're in the UK. If you're in the US, I believe that's season two. But either way, it is the season that brought us many fabulous bakes, some lovely contestants, but more importantly, it brought us the amazing, the delightful Howard Middleton, legend himself. How are you doing today, Howard? I'm, <laughs> I love the I love the fact it brought some amazing contestants. Plus, <laughs> yeah, Howard, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Howard, you are so special oh, to us. You. you know, we you love know. you, Howard. <laughs> We're so glad that that you applied and you got on the show because you wouldn't be here chatting with us now. I, I'm I'm glad I applied. I'm glad I got on the show too. Yeah. <laughs> well, we will be talking to Howard today about his application, about everything that got him from from seeing the show to applying and appearing on the show. But before we get into that, the reason we are bringing you this series of our podcast this year is that we are also doing another Bake Along. Now, for those of you who've been lucky enough to join us for our Bake Along classes uh, last year and the year before, you will know how much fun they are and how involved they are with the series of Bake Off. Now, of course, season four or season two, you guys all will have seen. So you know what sort of bakes they're doing. So you know what sort of thing we'll be doing. And we are going back to season four. We are taking 10 weeks 
We are doing one bake from every week. We're doing signatures. We're doing technicals. We're even doing a few showstoppers. Now, this is going to be very exciting for us. And it's all kicking off on Sunday, the 5th of March. And we hope to see you all there. And we're going to be kicking off with Jane's Almond and Orange Angel Food Cake, which is going to be a fabulous class with the lovely Jane Beadle and Howard since it's your season we have three lovely bakes from you so could you tell us a little bit about the bakes that you're going to be bringing us this year? Yeah so it's a a nice combination actually of looking back on the series but also doing some improvements I think is a good word. (laughs) Some things that perhaps didn't work as well on the series let's have another go at them yeah so I'm going to be doing my kind of Picasso style sunbread as the first bake that, that I'm doing for this season. Uh, so that's week two. And we're going to be doing some Moroccan breadsticks as well. So that's both the signature and the showstopper from that week. Improved, I think, improved ones. For the dessert week, we're going to do a pity four, but I'm going to do a completely different pity four to the ones that I did on the show. So we're doing some retro chocolates. We're going to be doing after-dinner mint cakes and some little chocolate match sticks. It's a bit of tempering in that one, so that's a a nice technical skill to have. And then the third one that I'm doing is for pastry week. We're going to be doing a suet pudding, and uh, I'm also making a homity pie as well, which is a traditional British pie. Very much looking forward to seeing you all there. And you will save some money if you sign up for all 10 classes because we all like a discount. So if you want to sign up for all 10 classes, you can do that right now from our website. Or you can just take the classes as you see them. You can pick from all of our lovely 10 classes we have. And we will say a little bit more about those individually towards the end of the episode. But we have the lovely Howard here. So let's get started. So, Howard, I believe you've been um, rootling about your things and you found your original application form for Bake Off. I did find my original application form, yeah. I couldn't believe it. Do you know, I thought it was quite a long application form. I think it it felt it felt long writing it, but it's actually quite punchy, actually, when I've, I've looked at it. It's nice to look back at that. I think when I sent it, I also sent in sort of pictures of bakes that I'd done as well. Uh, and a picture of me, which you all always think, oh gosh, are they going to be put off at the first sight of me or not? But, but no, clearly not, <laughs> clearly not. They saw potential in the sparkle yeah. of your eyes, Howard. <laughs> Fantastic. Is there anything that, oh, you, you've said it was it was shorter than you remembered, is there anything that jumps out at you as, oh, you know, I'm a bit past that now, in terms of maybe skills? Or oh like yeah, that? definitely. I think... Just actually being on the programme, I learnt such a lot from other bakers and just seeing what what other people were doing. The whole process of coming up with new recipes and things like that, you very, very quickly get a lot of new skills that that you didn't have beforehand. So, yeah, I I think when I look at at the standard of of biscuits or cookies in the US that I was doing, cheese and caraway or shortbread, it's like... (laughs) We've, we've come on a long way since then, haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so wonderful. Well, let's start with a few questions here. So going right back, you've not thought of applying for Bake Off yet, if we can go that far back in history, because it's, it's been 10 years since you've been on the show now, hasn't it? 
What was your first memory of watching Bake Off? Do you know, I think I have memories of Bake Off before I actually watched it. And that sounds a bit weird, but I'd heard that this guy, Ed Kimber, had won this baking show and uh, was reading about him. And and then I, I hadn't watched the show at that point. So then it was a case of kind of waiting for it to be repeated on TV in order to to see it. So I was fascinated by the idea that this, this guy had won a baking competition and uh, and then sought out episodes to be able to watch it after that. So I think I think that was I think that was the order that things happened. And then when his book was published, The Boy Who Bakes, got that and was was fascinated by that as well. So I think I, I think the the kind of I suppose the publicity and the the news around him winning came first, and then it was a case of backtracking and, and having a look at this programme, see what it was like. See what all the fuss was about, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so you've almost been watching from day one, so, you know, all these years it's been going on, how lovely for you to be a part of the history. Lovely. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. So what were your first thoughts about applying? What what made you want to apply to be on the show in the first place? I suppose hearing about Ed Kimber and thinking, I wonder if I could do that. And obviously I, I was someone who baked quite regularly, certainly for kind of family occasions and things like that, and taking bakes into work. So I did all that. People seemed quite, you know, positive about it. So I thought, I wonder if I could do that. And then didn't really give it much more thought until probably about a year or so later. Saw the application form, thought, I wonder whether I should. And then it was the following year when I thought, you know, I've been faffing about sort of thinking that I, I should apply. And I watched John Waite's year and was absolutely engrossed by then. So by that point, I'd definitely become a big fan of, of the show. And I thought, oh, I'm just going to get an application in. I'm just going to get one in, that's it, yeah. Lovely. And, of course, that's the application you've, uh, you've still got. Now, we don't want to reveal too many trade secrets. Things are still a little bit under wraps uh, in terms of the application form. But is, is there anything you can tell us about the application form? What sort of questions are they asking you? The questions that they were asking at the time, so they're, they're looking at your experience of baking. So how often do you do, you do certain things? And what's the kind of level of baking that you do so I mean the application form I'm sure you know it goes on every year so people can have a look at that whether it's changed or not I haven't looked at one I don't know (laughs) that's silly isn't it but I just thought well I've already applied and been on I don't think I'll bother looking at any application <laughs> forms now. You should apply again under an alias and see how far you get through the process. <laughs> oh, I've, I've thought of that. Wouldn't that be wonderful? Yeah. <laughs> a little fake moustache and glasses. <laughs> That'd be great. See how much things have changed. Yeah. <laughs> so you get the call, you have an audition, and now you've got to bake for it. So how do you think your first audition went? First audition, do you know, I thought it went okay. So yeah, there, there are a number of auditions that, that you go through. And as I say, the process may well have changed quite a bit since I, I did it. But yeah, I thought I thought the first audition was, was all right. And something about it, I, ju- I don't know, I was, I was thinking this morning, there was something about the whole audition process where... I just had a good feeling about it. 
it was it was really weird. You know, there were certain things where you thought, oh, that didn't go as well as, as it could have done or should have done. But yeah, I just, all the way through, I just thought, I wonder whether I might, I might get on. Yeah. <laughs> good. So re- really good feelings. Yeah, yeah. After you come out of the audition. Excellent. Now, at what point did you first meet Mary and Paul? Did you meet them at that first audition? No, no. It was it was later on in the process. I think it was kind of final round of auditions when the judges were there. That was so surreal. It was really, really weird. Uh, because it, we were sort of sitting there and at one point Paul Hollywood walked past and you think, I'm just sitting here, you know, and Paul Hollywood's just walked past and it's so... <laughs> So weird. Yeah, really weird. It's it's like, I remember because I, when I went through the audition process, Nancy Whistle, who was the winner the year after uh, our, our series, Nancy, Nancy was there as well. She went through the, the audition process. And uh, I remember <laughs> we were joking about the fact, you know, I had this really weird dream last night that I was sitting in a cookery school and Paul Hollywood walked past. Because it did feel like a sort of surreal dream rather than actually being there. Yeah. <laughs> but there he is, the man himself. <laughs> he, he's, he's sort of got a good reputation for being a bit of an enigma and a bit of a, bit oh, of a yeah, ghost yeah, sort of person, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> if you've come to our classes, you'll know that, that those are the questions people want to know. People want to know what he was like, how he came across, how soft his hands were. Yes! You know, like that. so, <laughs> What's he smell like? <laughs> so he's revered as a bit of a, a, bit of a television hero uh, figure. So yeah, uh, good, uh, lovely. So you've heard that you've got on the Bake Off. How long was it between applying and getting the call that you're going on the show? Do you know, I can't, I can't remember how many weeks it was, but it, oh, it felt ages. And we kept getting calls to say no decision has been made yet or emails to say no de- decision has been made yet. You know, sorry to keep you waiting or whatever. And then I did get the call. It must have been several weeks after the the final audition. Again, I just thought I was slightly expecting this call. And I don't know what it, what it was about it, but I just, I just had a good feeling. I just had a good feeling. It's quite some distance down to Waitrose, and I uh, I put the phone down and thought, I'm just going to run down there and get a bottle of champagne. So, yeah, so I went down to, to get a bottle of champagne. Uh, Peter wasn't in at the time and uh, got back. He arrived back, and I said, we're having some champagne tonight. Because I've got a makeup here. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. What a lovely little celebration. Yeah. Was it weird? Like, you just couldn't tell anybody you're there, and you're like, there's nobody he, to tell. He, was, he was, have you told your mum yet? Have you Have you told your sister? It's like, no, you are the first to hear, right? <laughs> I, will, I am going to let them know now. But he was quiet. <laughs> oh, bless. So speaking of not being able to tell people, it's quite commonly known that when you are on the bake-off, you do have to keep it a secret. Yeah. You can't go around telling everybody. So who could you tell? The sort of close family. And I think people knew that they had to keep that a secret. And then there were a number of people at work who needed to know. Uh, First of all, my manager, because I was going to need a little bit of time off occasionally uh, in order to be able to to do the filming and so on. 
And I also wanted a bit of time to do some practising as well, which was not enough, sadly. Because they do the, the kind of filming of the backstory. They did come in and do some filming in, in our office, which I remember on somebody on social media said, that's not a real office, that's just a set. It's like... <laughs> No, that's that's where I work. Yeah, that, that, that is where I work. Yeah. That's a very odd comment. Why would you go to the trouble of making a fake set just to pretend you work at Sheffield Council? How These bizarre. Are fake work colleagues and so on that have been cast. Oh. Yeah, bizarre. <laughs> oh, for, for Howard Middleton the musical. Yeah, that's what's but, coming up next. Oh, Lovely. Yeah. But yeah, so they they all signed confidentiality agreements and things like that because they were going to be filmed. Yeah, that, that was sort of the limit of, of people. Plus, anybody who went along to the final, so friends and family who went went along there. Lovely. And what did work say? Because I know that obviously lots of people have had to take time off work. Maybe some people couldn't take time off work. It must be a rather odd thing to sort of fit in to your daily schedule. It was. And I think they, I think they were very good. Uh, they were very supportive. I had one <laughs> one member of my team. She was always a bit cynical, I suppose, is one way of describing it. And uh, she said, we could tell by your face the week that you went out. So it was like, okay, thanks for that. Plus, right. I, stopped, I stopped having to go on a Friday. So <laughs> that sort of gave it away. It does give it away a little bit, surely. Yeah. <laughs> Fabulous. So that takes you up until learning that you're going on the Bake Off. So let's move on to the first week that you're in the tent and those first few days of meeting people. And I believe you went down to the tent the day before to sort of get settled in. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no. We, we went to the hotel the night before and that is the first time when you meet the other bakers. And it was quite weird because you're sort of looking at, it was a, a kind of hotel bar, I think, uh, that we met in. It was kind of weird because you ha- I had been through the audition process with, with certain people. And there were people who I was expecting for a start to see Nancy, Nancy Bertwistle, and she wasn't there. And uh, you think, oh, gosh, I think I remember you, but I'm not quite sure. So it's, it's quite confusing. Because you've then got lots of people's names to remember, and you can't actually remember them all. So it's. Uh... <laughs> was there anybody that you were drawn to immediately? Because obviously, you know, you're lots of different people. You're going to gel with some people more than others. Oh yeah, it's quite strange because I think that on the first Friday, a cab had been arranged for us uh, for three people from the train station to the hotel. And it was me, Francis, and Kimberly in this cab. And we were sort of saying, oh, <laughs> wonder if we'll be the three finalists, you know. <laughs> it's like, well, two of them were, but not me. <laughs> two out of three? Yeah. That's a, it's pretty good prediction skills, though. That's very good. Yeah. Actually, it was lovely sort of gelling with, with lots of different people, Glenn and uh, Christine and Ali. Yeah, it was uh, Lucy. Yeah, great. It's lovely, lovely. And of course, what a wonderful season you had. Such lovely people um, and the three finalists as well. Utterly delightful. And uh, we've all enjoyed watching it over the years and it's been a fabulous season. So when 
you got back home and Bake Off airs, the secret's out, you don't have to hide anything anymore. What was your first reaction to seeing your season on TV? Oh, it was, oh, it was my chin, <laughs> it, my neck. Uh, someone from, my, my friend Darren phoned up and he said, do you realise that your chin disappears into your neck? When it's oh. like, he said, you'll have to watch out for that next week. And it's like, I can't, it's going to disappear every, every week because we filmed the whole series now. So, oh, oh, that's mean. It oh, is that's mean. <laughs> so now I try and do this quite a lot, lift my chin up. Chin up, darling, chin up. And it's about as much use on a podcast as it is on, on a programme that's already been aired, isn't it? So. <laughs> Nobody noticed your neck. We were all looking at your gorgeous bakes, darling. <laughs> So by now, obviously, people will have seen you on the television. And uh, what was it like when somebody recognised you for the first time? It was weird, actually, because I'd, I'd gone down to Brighton for the... Uh, where, where my sister lived at the time. Gone down for t- to Brighton for the fir- for the showing of the first episode. So we were all watching that together. And then the following day, you go out and you think, I wonder if anybody will recognise me. And nobody did. And uh, I, I'm contacting the other bakers and saying, has anybody been recognised yet? It's like, no, not yet. And then it was week two. I went for a coffee somewhere. And this guy behind the counter said, were you on telly last night? And it's like, oh, it's happening. <laughs> so then I contacted the other bakers and they were more or less saying, yeah, it is. It's taken two weeks. But actually, they're spotting us now. Yeah. Right, so week two. So anybody that's wanting to apply to Bake Off, you will be recognised by week two. Don't expect to get recognised in week one. I, I think it moves quicker, doesn't it? I think, <laughs> I think yeah, because I, I, I think they do the kind of preview shots and things like that. And so there's a lot already in the media now about the individual bakers. So you still sort of get to to know a little bit about them before the first programmes are even aired. Sometimes it takes you a while to remember all the people. I think it normally takes me, it used to take me till about week four or five to remember everybody. But now since doing the podcast, I have notes on people, so it's oh, like yeah, easier to remember. Yeah. No, I'd, I'd, it's, it's a skill, isn't it, that we've got now? So as we've said, Howard, it's been 10 years since you've been on Bake Off, which seems, it seems like yesterday. That all that all these classic episodes were, were yeah, airing. Yeah. Um, so how has your life changed 10 years on since being on Bake Off? I will go back to just reading something from uh, my application form. And there was a question in there, which is, what is your greatest ambition in life? And I, I wrote, to be able to do something I really love and still earn enough to live on. And that's what's that's what's happened. I do. I now do something I love, and I just about earn enough to live on. So I think, wow, that's fantastic. Oh, well, that ended that beautifully, didn't it? <laughs> oh, that was lovely. Well, how would we? And we love doing classes with you, and all the people that come back to your many, many classes. We all enjoy baking with you. So long may that continue. So thank you very much for talking to us today about your time on the Bake Off. And if you have enjoyed our little 
introduction to Howard's time on series four, then hopefully you will be thinking of joining us for a few classes for our series four bake along. Now we have, we as I've said before, we have Jane's Angel Food Cake as our very first bake. We're then going on to Howard's Decorative Picasso Sunbread and Howard's Petty Fours. We have Karen bringing us week four with some egg custard tarts. Dan bringing us a tray bake, a bakewell tart tray bake on week five. Week six, an apricot caron with Ian with lots of fruit, nuts, lots of lovely things in there. Pastry week with Howard is bringing us, as we've said, his lovely veggie suet pudding and homity pie. Week eight will bring us Jane's dairy-free raspberry pea cake you did hear that right that was for dairy free vegetable cake week which uh, is definitely something to look forward to and french week our semi-final with rosie is going to bring us some lovely savory canapes with volivant and mini yorkshire pudding so lots of technical tricks there and then our final is going to be with dan and he's going to be recreating the fabulous wedding cake so these classes are going to take place at five o'clock UK time, starting from Sunday the 5th of March, going all the way through to Sunday the 7th of May. And what is the podcast and a bake-along without watching Bake Off? So, of course, we do encourage you to go back to season four or season two and re-watch Howard's series. Now, if you are in the UK, you can watch season four of Bake Off on Apple TV or Amazon Prime. And for those of you in the States, you can watch the old series of Bake Off through the Roku channel, the free Roku channel. So hopefully you guys can watch along as well so you can watch listen and bake along with us for our season four bake along. Howard, thank you for spending some time with us today and we will be bringing you all our brand new podcast very soon. So keep an eye out for that and we hope to see you at some of our series four bake along classes very soon. Bye bye. You just heard a stripped media production. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.